It sure is good to be in the Lord's house this morning. Uh, I'm blessed to be here and blessed to see all of you that are here. We have a number of visitors, and boy, just uh, I'm telling you, you just thrilled my heart when you came in. I appreciate everybody that's here, and uh, want to say a special welcome, I guess, to our visitors. And uh, we had a great Sunday school this morning. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It uh, blessed my heart and helped me and taught me. And uh, I'd even suggest that you might consider, if you missed Sunday school, uh, sometime today or tomorrow, if you get some free time, you might get on the website and go back because it's, it's on the live stream and it's recorded. You might go back and, and watch it and listen to it again. And so I want to read this morning from 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 9, and this is Apostle Paul talking to the people of Corinth. He said, well, I want to read from uh, verse 26 and 27, chapter 9. He said, I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. He was comparing his efforts in living uh, like to the Olympic Games. But then he said this, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. And here's the reason. Lest that by any means when I've preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. And so Paul's saying it takes great effort. We need to put our whole heart into it and all our effort to live for the Lord. Blaine covered a lot of this in Sunday school. Here's the reason. Keep my body under subjection so that when I've lived for the Lord, and I, I might expand this, what I've preached or what we've testified or what we've taught, we need to live what we're saying. If I, would, if I would preach something and, and teach something and then I wouldn't go to the effort to do that in my own life, why, well, it would just be awful. And so, so I, I do that. I keep my body in subjection, lest that by any means when I preach to others, I myself should be a castaway. So it's important to do. It's not, a, it's not just a, the sayer of the word that's justified, but it's the doer of the word. That's enough. Okay, let's stand. We'll have just a moment of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you today for letting us be in your house. Thank you for the excitement we feel and the joy we feel. Uh, Lord, the fellowship that we feel and uh, the excitement of seeing just seeing people come in, uh, how good it feels uh, inside, Lord. And we just ask you to just bless us in the service this morning as you've already done, but just keep blessing us and helping us and give us a great powerful spirit. Bless the singing, bless the preaching, bless everything that's done. And speak to people's hearts, Lord. Help people to uh, recognize your speaking. And, uh, Lord, help them to, by faith to act and move on that. Lord, we praise you and we thank you for these things in Jesus' name. And amen. You may be seated. We'll turn over to Taylor and the choir. Page 147.
161. 161.
like to ask all of you to stand and uh, ask if anybody's got an unspoken prayer request this morning. Remember all those. Anybody have a spoken prayer request? That's good. I uh, I was talking to Cooper a little bit about it, and we said, you know, the one thing about Bobby is um, he's still a good Christian member here. Amen. And, uh, you know, we were talking about how he every time we'd come in, Bobby was always here before me, and there was times I'd show up a half hour early. And uh, he would always be in that spot right there. And uh, I appreciate that about him. And uh, really remember him and pray for his family. Anybody else have a spoken request? Anybody at all before we go to the Lord in prayer? Appreciate that one. Mm-hmm. That's good, Barry. Anybody else? Sure is good to be here this morning. Remember that. That's good. It's a good feeling when you can just thank the Lord. Um, you know, there's a lot of times I'm praying for something or I'm burdened with something, but there's sometimes I'll get a chance I can just thank Him. And uh, what a relief that is. Um, I, I enjoy that more now than I ever have. Uh, just being able to say, Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings in my life. Thank you, Lord, for my church, for my family, for my health. Um, the list goes on. And uh, it's so good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. And uh, as we go to the Lord in prayer, really pray for this service. Pray for our, our pastor, uh, that the Lord would use him. Um, we've got a house full this morning, and it, it is a blessing. And uh, I just pray if you've got a need in your life that you'd pay attention this morning. Uh, not just with your ears, but with your heart. Because um, that's the most important thing. 
But uh, let's uh, go to the Lord in prayer, and we'll ask Uncle Bill to lead us. Appreciate that prayer. Anybody have a song or a testimony or anything impressing you this morning? Anybody at all? It's been a long time since I've sung this song. Uh, the Lord wants me to sing it, and uh, the the thing is, there's a there's a time coming for all of us when we lay down this life that we can't we can't go to heaven on our own. We need a bridge. And uh, Donnie, my cousin, he preaches good, but when he was younger, he used to say when we would be doing stuff and uh he'd say uh i'd say man i'm getting tired or, or whatever and he'd say oh you can sleep when you die and uh that's a funny saying but that's not how it works when we die there's there's a there's an end point to this life and a starting point to, and you need a bridge and that bridge's name is jesus and he'll carry you there and so i'm going to try to sing this song i don't even know if i can remember the words to it but if 
you want to sing with me, you sing with me. If you just want to do it, repeat. You can do whatever you want. Noah built a great big boat, but he'd never seen rain, and if it did, would it flow? But the thunder came, and God was true, and just like Noah's ark, my father will carry you. He'll carry you. He'll carry you. He'll lift you high above the flood that's coming toward you. Just reach for him. Cause when you do, I know that my father will carry you from Pharaoh's evil hand. At river's edge she hid her son, but Pharaoh's daughter came to bathe, found and saved her little one. That mom was summoned there to care For little Moses and she knew Son, your mother can't But your father will carry you He'll carry you He'll carry you When it seems there's no way Over, under, around, or through Just reach for him Cause when you do, when you do I know that my father will carry you Three crosses on a hill Two thieves and Jesus were nailed If thou be Christ, save thyself and us One thief against him railed But the other said, Lord, remember And Jesus picked him up carried him home and set him free. He'll carry you. He'll carry you. No matter what you've done or where you've been, he really loves you. Just reach for him. Because when you do, I was thinking as they were singing, I thought, man, when I was Hannah's age, if my dad said, you going to get up here and sing a song with him, I'd say, you talking about Andrew Logan? <laughs> and uh, I do. I just get a blessing out of you guys. You yeah. musically are talented, but you follow the Lord, and I appreciate that. Amen. And uh, Lord's done good things with them. And, uh, you know, I go back to there's a scripture that talks about, you know, even the children have a place to do works. And... Uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate the way the Lord allows us to move and how this church allows our kids to move as well. Anybody else have a song or testimony on your heart? Anybody at all? If not, be much in prayer. Pray for our pastor. We'll turn it over to him.
Well, I'm glad to be here. I've enjoyed this already. I appreciate everything that's been done. The choir singing, special singing, opening up, and I already mentioned Sunday school. Uh, I appreciate you opening up, Jordan. Oh, it looks so good to look back here and uh, see everybody that's here with us. And, uh, such a blessing. Appreciate you coming. Now, we have a lot of folks uh, that don't feel able to come yet, and I, boy, my heart goes out to them, and we're praying for them. And uh, I don't fault them, uh, but I, I sure long to see them to be able to be back in the house of God and praying that God will make it possible for them. And uh, so uh, let me ask again. Uh, anybody else got a song really on your heart? If you need to sing a song, you still can. <clears throat> All right, if not, a couple of scriptures I'd like to share with you this morning. I'd like to read uh, from the 133rd Psalm, and then I'd uh, like to read from the fourth chapter of the book of Ephesians. And so you pray real earnestly. Starting in the 133rd Psalm, I'd like to read three verses, and uh, that's the entire Psalm. I'll give you just a moment to turn with me. Uh, what's on my heart to preach about uh, this morning is unity and unity. Let me pray. Okay, Psalms 133, verse 1. Behold, and before I go farther, behold, that's a great word in the Bible. Uh, behold, look at it, see it, understand this. This, this is important. It's what it's saying. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And listen to what it explains and tells about it. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments. As the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion... For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. And well, we'll get back to that, but I want to read in the, the book of Ephesians, chapter 4. I want to read <clears throat> verse 1, 2, and 3. Therefore the prisoner, excuse me, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. And so two great scriptures, and you pray that God will help me get myself out of the way and be able to uh, preach and declare God's word and explain uh, with God's help through the Holy Spirit what's on my heart this morning. And so when the psalmist said, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity, uh, there's two kinds of unity that we have. Uh, when we get saved by the grace of God in our souls, we're all in unity. Uh, I praise God. Uh, we're all in the family of God. God's Holy Spirit uh, has that unity. God takes care of it. We're part of the family of God. We're born again. Uh, Christ is in us, and uh, we're in Him, and uh, that's a special kind of unity. Now, even though we've got that in our soul, as we walk through this world, uh, we are uh, humans. We're people. Uh, we uh, sometimes uh, see things different, sometimes have different attitudes or uh, different points of view or uh, different things, and sometimes 
uh, one thing that will please somebody, might not please the other. Well, when the writer's talking here, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity, uh, that's uh, including that. Uh, you know, I appreciate our church and uh, the closeness we've got and the unity we've got and how we walk together and uh, get along real good. I, I appreciate that. Uh, but now God put this on my heart, and now God knows uh, more about things than I do. I, I can't pick out what I need to preach. I have to pray and pray and say, God, help me. This is what God's put on my heart and wants you to pray. Uh, this is, it said it's like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garment. Now, I want to preach about that a little bit. Uh, I preached just uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago about the, the priests in the Old Testament uh, and the Levitical priesthood being anointed with oil. If you'd like to read that, you go back into the 28th chapter of the book of Exodus. It talks about when the children of Israel had come out of the land of Egypt, and they were on their way, and they were going through the wilderness, and God uh, set up uh, the Levitical priesthood. And uh, God gave them uh, the opportunity uh, to have a temple to worship in. Now, while they were going through the wilderness, uh, the temple they had was actually made out of tents. But it was very powerful and it was very special and made just like God wanted it to be. But God told this uh, there in that 28th chapter of Exodus. He said, now, he said, uh, Moses, I want you to get your brother Aaron and I want you to get his sons and I want you to make them priests. Uh, they're going to serve in the temple. And it's real interesting. Uh, he said, now, uh, there's a special kind of uh, dressing that I want you to put on them. They, they need to have a certain kind of garments on and he said, they need to be anointed with oil before they can serve uh, in the temple in the tabernacle. Well, now, that's uh, kind of like us. Uh, when we get saved by the grace of God, uh, we get a special garment on. Uh, we get our white robe on. And Well, preacher, uh, what's that have to do with us uh, about uh, the things of uh, God and uh, how does that uh, apply to us? Let me go back into the book of Revelations, and I've got it marked over here. Now, this uh, real interesting, and I think it'll be meaningful to you this morning. In the first chapter of the book of Revelation, uh, verse 5, and uh, this is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It said, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Boy, how powerful is that? Now, listen what he did. It said, verse 6, And hath made us kings and priests unto God, and his Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Verse 7 said, Behold, he cometh with clouds. So now, uh, everybody saved by the grace of God is a priest and a king. That doesn't mean everybody's preachers, uh, but it means in our soul uh, that uh, we have a part in the priesthood. It means that we can approach the throne of grace. Now, back here in Aaron's day and in Aaron's time, in that temple that they went in, uh, they'd go uh, once a year, uh, they'd have a, a sacrifice, they'd have a, a lamb or a bullock that was offered, and they would take it in. They would go into the holiest of holies, and uh, they would offer that sacrifice upon the altar for their sins and for the sins of the people, and uh, God would bless them. That was part of their worship. But uh, that didn't take away any sin. Uh, the blood of bulls and goats doesn't take away sin. But that was pointing to us. Uh, it was pointing to that place called Calvary, that Jesus Christ, and he is our high priest, and uh, he was the one that God sent to die on the cross, and he willingly died to take away the sin of the world. That's why the revelator could say, he has washed us in his own blood and he's made us kings and priests unto God. 
preacher, uh, are, are you really sure that we're a king and a priest? Amen. Uh, the Bible said so, and I believe it. I believe what's in the book. Now, as we go back here and we look at this back here in the book of Psalms, behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It's like the precious ointment. Uh, upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, and went down to the skirts of his garment. So it's talking about uh, a consideration of the Holy Spirit. Boy, I've already felt the Spirit move this morning. Uh, I'm in church with anointed people. Uh, the church has been anointed. Uh, we've got the Holy Spirit. It's in our soul. And when we get ourselves out of the way, Jordan was talking about this. Blank taught about it in Sunday school. When we get ourselves out of the way, when we put ourselves in the background, we let God have his way in our life, then that spirit stirs up. And boy, you can uh, feel that uh, ointment. Uh, you can feel that anointing power. Uh, you can feel it from head to toe. Uh, not in the flesh, but in your soul. Uh, I'm telling you what, it gets you happy. I'm glad today that I've got something that makes me happy. I don't just come to church and go through a little ritual or a ceremony. Uh, Lynn and I were visiting with a lady one time. She was explaining where she went to church. She said, it's full of rituals. She said, I love rituals. And uh, we both looked at her like, well, what would you care about rituals? Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, what I care about is the power of God's Holy Spirit. Uh, when, when brothers dwell together in unity, when we come to church and we got our hearts together and our hearts are right, it's like the 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 precious woman upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, went down to the skirts of his garment. So praise God. Boy, I'm glad that there's a Holy Spirit here. I look forward to coming to church. Now, I will admit to you, I've had times in my life where it'd be church time. I said, oh, boy, it's church time again. I almost kind of felt like I hated to come. I'm sorry. I'm ashamed to admit that, but that's true. But I praise God. Boy, I don't know how long it's been now. I haven't felt that way in a long time. Uh, when it gets uh, close to church time, I say, praise God. God's going to bless to have church again. Uh, and boy, I, I said this just last week. I guess I appreciate coming to church now more than I ever have in my whole life. I've always appreciated it, but I'm telling you, you get something taken away from you for a little while that's dear to you, it makes you appreciate how much you really love it. I'm glad to be here this morning. I'm glad I'm saved. Let's go on a little bit. Verse 3, as the dew of Hermon, and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. Uh, Hermon is a mountain uh, just a few miles from Jerusalem. And I looked it up and researched it. Uh, it's right on uh, the border uh, where that you can look over into Lebanon and over into Syria. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Uh, we've stood on that hill. Uh, uh, Kenny, Linda, and I, and Todd, uh, we were able to stand on that hill. We had a, a trip over to Israel uh, just uh, a while back. Uh, maybe a couple years now, uh, and we were able to stand on the hill and look over in a natural sense. Uh, that was a blessing, but I'm telling you what, I had a spiritual experience one time that beats that natural blessing. Uh, yeah, I used to say, and, I, and it was true, I used to say I'll probably never go to Israel. I didn't think I'd ever have the chance to go, Blaine. I didn't think that I'd ever uh, take the opportunity. Uh, I used to say I'd probably never go to Israel, uh, but I've been to the Holy Land uh, boy, uh, one time when I was 12 years old, I got in the Holy Land. It was at an altar of repentance. Uh, uh, I bowed my heart before heaven, and I got saved. That's when I got to the Holy Land. But when this is talking about the dew of Hermon, Hermon uh, means a sanctuary. 
uh, boy, the dew, the dew, it's like the blessings that come down from God out of heaven uh, that uh, waters the land. Uh, boy, I can feel heaven's dew this morning, Billy Ray. Well, I got heaven in my soul. Uh, I don't know how long I'm going to uh, have in this life. Uh, probably not over 40 or 50 more years. Uh, uh, but uh, if it, it's that quick, uh, I'm having a good time while I'm going. I'm on a journey home, uh, Becky Brock. Uh, and boy, I like the journey. Uh, Roy, I, I like the journey, and I like the folks I'm traveling with. Uh, I appreciate uh, my friends and loved ones in the Lord. If you're here today and you're not safe, you need to get saved. You can be part of this. You can feel the dew of Hermon. And it goes on down and says here, listen to this, as the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. Uh, Zion is one of the mountains there at Jerusalem. Uh, and it's another word uh, for the church. It's another word uh, for Jerusalem. It's another word for where God's people dwell. That's what Zion means. The, the precious dew that de descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. Boy, I'm telling you what, it's in that territory around there uh, where my Savior uh, come and he walked uh, by the shore of Galilee. Uh, he healed the sick and raised the dead and opened up the blinded eyes. But he did more than that. He offered himself. He went to Calvary uh, and built that bridge uh, you were talking about. Uh, he is able to carry us. Uh, boy, he's carrying me today. He's carrying me in more ways than one. Uh, he's carrying my soul because it's in him and he's in us. Uh, but listen, uh, I'm in him and he's in me. Uh, but I'm telling you what, uh, he carries us when we'll humble our heart, uh, when the Lord moves in the spirit and God gives us something to do. He lifts us up. He gets us out of the flesh. I feel heaven in my soul. Uh, well, uh, listen, this is going to sound real strange, uh, uh, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's on my heart. Boy, I'm preaching real good this morning. Well, you say, preacher, uh, what an awful thing to say. Now, it's not awful uh, because I mean it right. Uh, I'm preaching real good this morning. Well, preacher, are you bragging on yourself? No, I'm not bragging on myself. You know what I'm talking about, Lee. I'm preaching right because the church is praying and the church is on fire. And, and I, I've prayed and I've opened my heart. And I, I don't deserve uh, to get a blessing like I'm getting, but God's giving it to me because I came on his terms. Praise Lord this morning. I've got heaven in my soul. Uh, boy, sometimes I, I feel like I just barely can uh, move around this morning. I feel like I could run a marathon. I feel like I, I could jump a fence uh, and fly away. Well, somebody might say that preacher's lost his mind. If I have, it sure is a good place to be. Uh, I don't care. I'm glad for heaven that I feel in my soul. Woo! Uh, glory to God. Uh, praise the name of the Lord. Heaven is real. You can have it if you want it. You can have it if you'll come and get it. Woo! Oh, boy, listen. I'm going to have to get my breath. Good as I feel, still have to get my breath. Oh, listen. You think about this this morning. And let me go on a little bit. I want to read this. I already covered it, but I need to say it again. As the dew of Hermon, and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. I got eternal life. Now, let's go back here in the fourth chapter of Ephesians. Uh, uh, unity and unity. Back here. Therefore, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord. Now, I want to explain that. I didn't mean that Paul was forced to serve God. 
He didn't, uh, he's a voluntary prisoner. He didn't get kidnapped. He didn't get handcuffed. Uh, but God spoke to him in the spirit uh, when he was on the road to Damascus. Uh, and he went from there uh, down to a street called Straight. He got saved. He trusted Jesus. Well, then how does it say he's a prisoner if he's not being forced? Well, here is what I get out of it. Uh, Christ said, I'm in you and you're in me. He was in Christ because he, by faith he moved. He got born again. And so he volunteered to be a prisoner. Praise God. I'm a prisoner of Jesus Christ this morning. You know what I like about it? You know what I like about it, lovey? Being a prisoner in Jesus Christ is the most free thing you can be. Well, that doesn't make sense. It does if you got it. Uh, sister, it does. Uh, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. I, I've got liberty. I had a friend that told me one time, said, you're all bound up in that church stuff. You can't do anything. I said, buddy, you don't know what I can do. When I humble my heart, I can move in the kingdom. I said, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, I know you don't. Uh, you don't have a clue, but I know what I got, and I know where I got it. And so Paul, a prisoner of Jesus Christ, boy, uh, bear with me, keep praying. Boy, God, he's really blessing you this morning. Uh, he said this. He said, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation where you're in your call. Uh, you've got a job to do. Vocation's a job. Uh, everybody that's saved has got a job. Work, work, walk worthy of the vocation wherein you call. In other words, if you've been saved, get in and do something. Don't just drag along and waste your time. I'm telling you what, we've got an opportunity to help our people. Uh, we can help others find their way to Jesus. Don't miss your chance. Get in. Do what you can. He goes on down through here. He said, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. Sometimes, you know what? Sometimes it takes effort to get along with people. Uh, wall preacher, uh, do you mean do you have any trouble with that preacher? Uh, well, sometimes maybe I do. I'm not going to be specific, but we're people. We got different personalities. We got different ideas and thoughts. So when he says down here, with all meekness and lowliness and long suffering, forbearing one another, uh, in other words, uh, lift each other. Sometimes you got to carry the other guy a little bit. He goes on there. He said, endeavoring. That means making a great effort. You endeavor, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. Watch how church has. Power uh, when we walk together. Now, praise God. Now, let me uh, give you maybe one more verse over here in the book of John. It said, and this is in a chapter 4 and verse 3 Every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. Now, get this. And this is that spirit of Antichrist. Oh, boy, you've heard about the Antichrist. Uh, you've heard he's coming. I've had people call me on the phone. So I, I've been reading about the Antichrist. I'm scared to death. When you think he's coming, preacher. And, and, and I, I have to uh, kind of uh, control myself. I said, now listen. If you worry about the Antichrist and you worry about when he's coming, uh, he's been here a long time. I said, oh, preacher, are you sure? Listen what the Bible said. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist. This is right back here when the Bible was written. Uh, but uh, I'm telling you what, Adam could have said the same thing. The Antichrist was there in the garden. Uh, uh, the Antichrist is what talked uh, Eve, and at least uh, she had to make the decision herself. But the Antichrist is what talked Eve into taking the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of The Antichrist has been around since the beginning. Let me read that again. Every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is 
come in the flesh. It's not of God, and that is that spirit of Antichrist. Whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now, already it's in the world, already here. But listen to this. And this goes with what I'm preaching. This is what I need to get to. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Well, praise God. If you're worried about the Antichrist, get saved. When you get saved, you overcome the Antichrist. Uh, well, why? How can you say that? And how can you know that for sure? He went on. He said, because he that is within you is greater than he that's within the world. If you've got Jesus, you've got it all. Let's stand and sing a song. Somebody needs Jesus this morning. Somebody needs Jesus. I declare, if you're hearing lost, you need to get saved. And listen, listen to me. God won't make you get saved. He'll call you so tenderly. He'll speak to you so good. He'll invite you to have the best there is. He'll invite you to have victory in your soul. But if you turn away, you don't have to have it. If you want to turn Jesus away and die and go to hell, you can. Oh, preacher, I don't want to die and go to hell, but I don't want to come to the altar. Well, make a choice. Either get saved or die and go to hell. I'm not trying to be mean. It's just that simple. It's that plain. It's that clear. Jesus said, Listen, he said, except ye be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. If you hear two things we want to say, and then we'll let them sing. If you're, if you're not saved, it's the first thing, come and get saved. I believe God's calling some folks this morning. You might be here regular. You might be here your first time. Doesn't matter. If you're not saved, you need to get saved. And God calls to you. So if you're lost, you need to come and get saved. But now, let me tell you this too. If you're here and you're saved, if you're going to be in the unity of, of the Spirit of God and in the unity of the grand old church. If you're going to be part of the church, if you're going to be in the unity of the work of God that's going on, you've got to get in and do your part. So whoever needs to come and pray, please come. Please come while we sing. Please come. Please come. Somebody needs to come. Yeah, amen. Praise God. Would you come this morning? Come this morning. Oh, my goodness. Please come. Please obey the Lord. There's folks here needing to come. I can feel it. The church can feel it. God can feel it. And you that need to come, they can feel it too, Barry. I can feel it. If you'll just step out and come, we'll gather around you at the altar. And we'll pray with you. We're not here to embarrass you. We're not here to put you on the spot. We're not here to force you to do anything. But I'm telling you this. God that loved you so much, let us, let us precious son die on the cross. Raise him from the dead. Steve, he's so kind and gentle. I had somebody say to me once, if God's so kind, why does he send people to hell? God doesn't send people to hell. If you, did, if you refuse Jesus, you're sending yourself to hell. That's the way it's made. You've got a choice. Choose ye this day. Will you come and seek the Lord today? When God called me, it wasn't like uh, fireworks going across in the sky. It wasn't like a 20-piece band playing. It wasn't like a trumpet blowing, not physically, but I could feel that longing and that need down inside. I could feel that need to get saved. Now, I'd like to ask you today, 
to come. And I want to ask you to do this. Church, I hardly ever say this. Hardly ever say this, but God's put it on the heart this morning. If you're here and you're saved, and if God would impress you to get somebody by the hand or whisper in somebody's ear, if God would impress you, pray about it, uh, check it. But if God wants you to encourage somebody to come to the altar, when I came to the altar the first time, there was a good friend of mine encouraged me. He said, Terry, do you need to go pray? I said, yeah. He said, I'll go with you. Would you come today? Would you be willing to do that? I'd like to go to the altar with you. I'd like to go to the altar with you. I'd like to pray with you. This church likes to pray with you. Do you want what God's offering? Do you want what God's offering? Well, I'm telling you, God doesn't offer any junk. I'm telling you what God offers. It's the best there is. Would you come today? While we pause just a moment. Oh, got one pray. While we pause just a moment, pray with that. But while we pause just a moment, let me beg you today. If you just have an inkling that you might need to come, I beg of you to come. Come and pray. We're not going to make you give a speech. We're not going to try to twist your arm to join the church. One step at a time. If you're here today and you're not where you need to be with Jesus, this is the way to him. This is the way home. This is where you need to come. If God's called, come and pray. For whatever reason that you might have that you need to come pray, come pray. Please do that right now. Sing again when you get ready. Sing again when you get ready. Would you come right now? Please come. Please come. Please come. Boy, God's calling in a great, powerful, mighty way. Let God have his way in your life. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Do you know him? You can. If you know him, honor him. How do you do that? Just obey him. If you don't know him, get acquainted with him. Amen. 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 That's good. Buddy, we appreciate you. Do you want to say anything? I just need to say I'm sorry to the church. Bless your heart, buddy. Feel better now? Amen. Thank the Lord. Well, I appreciate it. Let's clap for it. Appreciate that. God bless you. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank the Lord for you. Now, uh, I got an impression on my heart, and I call on them a lot. I w I'd like to have the young people come sing a song. And uh, uh, if you want to be seated, you can. But I want the young people to come sing a song. And, and I, boy, church, keep praying. It's not our job to make anybody come. We don't try to make anybody come. We don't, uh, we don't pressure anybody. Don't try to. Don't want to. But somebody's here needing to get saved this morning. I will preach you. How do you know? 
I can feel that deep inside. I, God's given me a burden, uh, a longing to see somebody get saved. And, and I believe that this morning. I believe God's calling us folks. I, I believe there's some here uh, probably needs to come just to get closer to the Lord. Somebody's already been saved. You need to come and get fixed up. Maybe, maybe there's some things you need to tell God. God, I'm sorry. Please forgive me for that. And God's a forgiving God. He will. Uh, even if you're saved and you've, if you haven't done what you're supposed to, if you'll come to Jesus, he'll forgive you because he loves you. He'll wrap his big arms of love around you. And boy, you feel so good. And so whatever you need, somebody might need to join church. That door's open too. But sing whenever you get ready. Follow the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. touch. Well, I felt it this morning. Oh, and praise God today. Like to come. come and obey the Lord. Church, do whatever God gives you to do. Amen. Praise God. That's a good Monday, wasn't it, man? Praise God. That's a good Monday, Mark. Good Monday, Gary. Praise God today. I'm glad we have somebody that's able to touch us. Listen. Yeah, man. Amen. Praise God. Somebody needs to come and pray. Are you saved? Are, honor God. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. That means verbally, but it also means by your actions. Yeah! Praise God! Amen! Thank you, Lord. This could be your day if God's calling you. The only reason, the only reason it won't be your day is if you tell him no.
you can be part of the Sunday group if God's calling you now. And you'll come to obey the Lord. Please come. Please come. Amen. Another impression or two. Uh, with uh, heads bowed and eyes closed, piano playing softly. I'd like to ask you this. You know, I was very shy when I was a young man. I didn't want anybody to see me. Didn't want to be in the spotlight at all. So I know how that feels. If you're that way, I, I know how you feel. But it came a time in my life that I realized if I didn't get saved, I was going to go to hell. I did not want to go to hell. And I knew I had to do something. I couldn't save myself, <clears throat> but I had to seek the Lord. I had to take a step when God was calling me. Would you take this little step this morning? Right now, I'm not even asking you to step out and come. But would you take this little step? If you're here this morning and you're lost and you know you need to get saved and you'd like to get saved, would you just raise your hand? Everybody's head's bowed and eyes is closed. I appreciate those hands that's going up. Would there be more hands go up? Would you just admit? See, the first thing you got to do when you're lost, you've got to admit you're lost. Oh, you don't have to admit it to me. But you have to admit it to yourself and to God. So let me ask again. Some of them already raised their hands, and I appreciate those. Would there be others? Would there be some more here that I'm not going to use it as occasion to come to you and embarrass you or get hold of you? No, heaven's sakes, not at all. But right now, right quick, if you're here and you need to get saved and you want us to pray for you, would you just raise your hand? I won't point you out. So I believe somebody needs to raise their hand so bad. Would you do that this morning right quick? I don't see any more. I appreciate those others. Now let me ask another question. If you're here and you've been saved, if you just need to move up, if you just need to get in, if you're just not quite where you used to be. Remember when you used to feel the Lord real good? If you're saved, there was a time like that. But if you're here today and you've just not been getting the blessings like you need and you just like to move up and really get in, would you raise your hand? 
Boy, I appreciate those hands being raised. Would there be some more? Would there be any more? Raise your hands. That, that touches my heart. Okay, I appreciate it. Okay, raise your heads up and open your eyes. I'm going to ask for a couple more verses at least. It's hard for me to quit this morning. I'm not trying to keep you from going eating dinner, but somebody needs Jesus this morning. And heaven forbid that I not do everything God gives me to do to make that point clear. If you're here, you want to get saved this morning. Or, or, and if you're here and you're saved, maybe you haven't even told it. Maybe you need to come and tell it. If, you, if you've been saved, you need to tell it. You need to be part of the church. So, so if you're here this morning, you've been saved, you need to tell it, come forward. Let's hear you tell it. And if you need to uh, get saved, come. If you need to rededicate your life, come. If you're here and God's put on your heart to join this church, if you know you're saved, there's a way for you to join. We're glad to have you. But whatever God's wanting you to do, do it while we sign. If I had a, a bushel full of gold, gold blocks, I don't have how many million that'd be worth, but a bushel full of gold blocks, and one of those blocks had your name on it, I'd say, would you come get your gold block? It's yours free, it's already been paid for. Well, if I was offered that, I'd probably run if I was able. Yeah, man, give me that, I want it. More important than gold is salvation by the grace of God. More important than riches of this land is riches way down in your soul. I'm rich way down in my soul. Nobody in this world is richer than me. Well, preacher, you think you're something. I'm a child of the king. If you're saved, you can say the same thing. If you're saved, you have riches untold. Riches untold. If you're not saved, God's offering them. Come on, you can have them. Come get them. Come get them. Obey the Lord. Come. singing church good job praying and being patient and giving you wholehearted attention boy I, I thank God for you this morning anything else on anybody's heart before we come to a close
If not, just be seated for a minute. We'll get to no, no announcement. Oh, you got some? Okay. Just be a minute. Got a couple of announcements. Maybe. He's going to pull it up on the back. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. Sorry about that. I couldn't remember the dates off the top of my head. But um, we are going to be rescheduling our bowling day with the younger youth. And instead, we've expanded, and it's going to be family night. So that's exciting, right? So this is going to be on February 6th, um, and this is going to be at the Westgate Lanes, and we're going to meet there at 6.30. We're going to all chip in on pizza and bowling, and we'll just play a couple games. So remember that. That is February 6th. That is a Saturday night, at, like I said, at 6.30. So remember that. And then on February 20th, we're going to be having our Girls' Day and our Guys' Day, um, and this is for grade 6th grade and up. Um, so just remember that. I don't... Uh, we don't have all the nitty-gritty details on that, but just put that date in your calendar and plan for it. And then we're also going to do Pray the Halls out in the fellowship hall after this. Thank everybody that came and, and got together out at uh, Shawnee Manor and sang uh, for Bobby Thompson. Most of that was young people. There's a few of us that wasn't quite as young as that. But... Uh, especially the young people and the young people's leaders. I want to tell you this, because some of you don't know this probably, uh, but I was able to get in to see Bobby. He'd been trying for a while and hadn't been able to, but uh, they let uh, his two daughters, Sharice uh, and Tabitha and me, in to see him. Uh, we had to go through a lot of things. I had to take a COVID test and fill out a bunch of paper, put on three different kinds of masks, and that was okay because we got to see him. And uh, he was aware that we're there. He responded to us, and I, I just had to ask him, Bobby, did you get to hear us when we were singing to you? And he said, yeah. Nodded a little bit and said, yeah. He did hear us singing to him, and he smiled a little bit. He, was, he would have been more reactive than that, but he's, he's very sick, and plus they had him uh, partly sedated. And so, but we got to talk to him and have prayer with him. And so, again, I thank God for everybody that came. Now, I want to make this announcement. On uh, the 28th of February, uh, We'll be having a baptizing in the evening service. We got uh, at least two to baptize, and uh, hopefully by then we have a bunch more because there's more that really needs to get in that spot. And so let's really pray. And uh, uh, anything else? Yep. Uh, association meeting is uh, is coming coming Saturday. It'll be at five o'clock. It'll be at Continental, Ohio, at the Continental Missionary Baptist Church. So please remember that. Appreciate you reminding me. Anybody else? Now, I want to tell you this. Uh, we've got a good crowd, so it's important to release people properly. Our deacons are back there. They're prepared to do that. They'll come row by row and let you go row at a time and go out. And uh, so that way we don't get a big crowd right together in the aisle or in the foyer. Uh, makes it safer for everybody to keep from having a possibility of catching covid and so uh, just as you go out, just go on out. We're so glad you're here. Hope you come back. Church is 6 o'clock tonight. <clears throat> if you can make it back, man, glad to have you. And invite somebody else to come with you. And uh, also there will be offering place out there if you want to put some money in the offering. Uh, you can feel free to do that. Anything else? All right, if not, we'll ask everybody to see to stand. I'm going to ask Cooper to pray dismissal.